Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break German, Season 2, Episode 18. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zurück zu Coffee Break German. Ich bin Marc. Und ich bin Andrea. Und wie geht's dir, Andrea? Ach Marc, ich bin heute total gut drauf. Du bist gut drauf? Ja, in a very good mood. That is a completely new expression for me, so that we've learned something immediately as we start this episode. So how, how do you spell that? Äh, gut, yeah. ja, G-U-T ja. und dann drauf, D-R-A-U-F. It's very colloquial. Okay, so is, it, is there also a word darauf? Yes, uh, which means on top of it. Okay, but this is a kind of shortened version of that. I, I think so, yes. Okay, so you can just say, ich bin gut drauf. Ja, genau. Ich bin gut drauf. Und ich habe eine Frage, warum bist du gut drauf? Ah, ich bin gut drauf, weil ich sehr gut gefrühstückt habe. Ah, one of our lovely excuses from mm -hmm. our, our reasons from, from uh, last episode. Weil du sehr gut gefrühstückt habe. Oder hast, hast, ja. Hast, ja, super. <laughs> Because you had a very good breakfast. Mm -hmm. Also was hast du gefrühstückt? Äh, ich habe eine heiße Schokolade getrunken. Ja. Und ich habe einen Plunder gegessen. Einen Plunder? Das ist ein Dänisch, Dänisch Pastry. Dänisch Pastry, ja, ah, delightful. <lacht> einen Plunder. And is that, a, is that a Swiss word? It might be. <lacht> okay. we, we might better check that one out. We are of course back with another episode of Coffee Break German. And in this episode we are going to be looking at a, a group of verbs that we've mentioned from time to time. And these are verbs that don't have, or at least they don't use really their their perfect tense. Is that correct? Yes, it's our old friends haben and sein. Okay. They're very special. So they're special also in this case and they don't use the perfect. There is a perfect form, but we don't use it. So ultimately what we're doing today is comparing the past with mm -hmm. the, the present using haben and sein. And also some ver verbs in the perfect. Okay. Now we'll also be doing some comparisons between the present and the past with our friend Julia, our cultural correspondent, but more about that a little later. Also, Andrea, bist du bereit? Ich bin bereit. Los geht's. So, Marc, was hast du letzte Woche gemacht? Also, letzte Woche... I think I can say, war ich in Amerika? Ja, genau. Okay, so war ich, that's, that's sein, isn't it? In, genau, sehr gut, super. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to go on and tell you a little bit why I was in America. Mm -hmm. um, also ich war in Amerika, ich bin nach Amerika geflogen uh, für eine Konferenz und ich war in San Diego. Super. Und es war toll, mm -hmm. sehr schön. 
Ich habe San Diego gesehen mhm. und ich habe die, I don't know how to say, Sea Lions. Seelöwen. Also ich habe die Seelöwen in La Jolla fotografiert. Ah, toll, super. Ja. Sie war, sie, sie, oh, how would I say, they were. Sie waren? Sie waren äh, sehr schön, aber, I don't know how to say this, but they were quite smelly. Ah, sie haben gestunken. <laughs> I like it. Sie haben gestunken. Ja, von stinken. Stinken. I like that word. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was my week last week. It was quite an interesting week. Sehr gut. So, you've used war, also ich war in Amerika. Yeah. Um, and uh, that is obviously of the verb sein. Yes. And in the preteritum. Mm -hmm. So that's the, the, another past tense because okay. we're not using it in the perfect. Should we conjugate this quickly? I think quickly? that sounds like a good idea. Let's conjugate uh, sein in the preteritum. Also, ich war. That's I was. Ich war. You were. Du warst. Du warst. Then uh, he, she or it was. Er, sie, es, war. Er, sie, es, war. And then we were. Wir waren. Wir waren. Then you all were. Ihr wart. Ihr wart. And finally they were. Sie waren. Sie waren, and of course that would be the same for the formal version. Sie genau. waren. Okay, ich war, du warst, er, sie, es war, wir waren, ihr wart, sie waren. Super, sehr gut. So that's sein in the Präteritum. What about haben? Let's do haben as well here. Ja, also I had, ich hatte. Ich hatte, you had. Du hattest. Du hattest, then he, she or it had. Er, sie, es hatte. Er, sie, es hatte. Then we had. Wir hatten. Wir hatten. And you, plural, had. Ihr hattet. Ihr hattet. And then finally, they had. Sie hatten. Sie hatten. Okay, so to talk about the past, so far we've really talked just about the, the recent past. For example, you mentioned last week. What did I do last week or yesterday or uh, at the weekend? Um, what about further back in time? Yeah, so if we know the specific uh, time frame, so for example, a year ago, we would say vor einem Jahr. Vor einem Jahr. So that's a little bit tricky because the four sounds a little bit like four in English, of course. Um, so for, we, we may think about that as the future. You know, I'm here for two weeks or something like that. But for, V-O-R, mm -hmm. is talking about in the past. Yes, it's for really, it's more comparable with before. Before, mm -hmm. yeah. 
um, or ago, could we translate yes. it as ago? Yes. So for einem Jahr, one year ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that obviously works for um, any time frame. So for 10 Jahren oder for 100 Jahren oder auch for 3000 Jahren. Okay, so we've got for einem Jahr, for mm-hmm. 10 Jahren, for 100 Jahren and for 1000 oder 3000 Jahren. Genau. Okay. What if we don't know exactly the, the date, if we're just talking about in the past? Ah, we have two ways to say that. We could say früher. Is that like earlier? Yes. Okay. But it, it means in the past. Okay. Yeah. And then the literal translation of in the past, in der Vergangenheit. No, the, the, the gangen, that sounds like ich bin gegangen. So is the, the time that's the gone time, past. The time that has, <laughs> has gone, gone, yeah. Yeah, okay. In der Vergangenheit. I like that. Mm-hmm. In der Vergangenheit. Okay, and that could presumably be any time in the past. Yes, whether it's... It, it could be one year ago, but it could also be 5,000 years ago. Okay. Um, I suppose it, it becomes clearer from the context, really. Exactly. Can you give us an example? Yeah, zum Beispiel... Früher hat der Fernseher nur ein schwarz-weiß Bild gezeigt. Okay, so you're talking about the the television having a black and white picture. Yes. Okay, what's, what's the exact translation of that sentence? So in the past, yeah. the television only showed a black and white picture. So the verb there was gezeigt. Ja, zeigen. Zeigen, to show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the television only showed a black and white picture in the past, früher. Um, and also, just to, to remind us here, you started with früher. Mm-hmm. So the next element there has to be the verb, in this case, the auxiliary verb. Exactly. So we're going back to our verb klammer, mm-hmm. which we have discussed many times. And we start with früher, the adverb, and then the first verb, hat, mm-hmm. and then everything in the middle. Yep. And then the end, we have gezeigt, okay. the second part so of they, our verbal expression. They form the brackets or they form exactly. the pieces of bread in our sandwich. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so that uh, was uh, uh, something in the past. Mm-hmm. We know it was in the 20th century because we're talking about a television. And yes, so we know it was not 3,000 years ago. Okay, so, but there, could we have said in der Vergangenheit? Yes, I have an example with Vergangenheit. Okay. Yeah. In der Vergangenheit hatte niemand ein Handy. In the good old days, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're quite useful from time to time, I guess. So in the past... No one had a mobile phone. Genau. And there you're using hatte because we are using the, the verb haben. Genau. In the previous example. Um, we used the pre- perfect, hat gezeigt. And in this example, we use the preteritum because we use the verb haben. Okay, so the only reason we're using the preteritum there is because it's haben. Genau. It's nothing to do with the recent or no. further past. No, no, no. Okay. The preteritum and the perfect, they serve the same function. It's just a matter of style. Of style. And so we only use then the preteritum with, with hatten and sein. Could mm-hmm. you give us an example with sein? Yeah. Früher war alles besser. Oh, earlier everything was better. Yes, that's something my grandmother would say. <laughs> Früher 
war alles besser. And we can equally say, in der Vergangenheit war alles besser. Genau. Starting with the adverb, then comes the verb. And if we've got a verb clamor, the final verb comes at the end. Genau, sehr gut, super. Okay, it all seems to make sense. Um, we mentioned in der Vergangenheit, in the past, What about if we could talk about, for example, last century, in the 20th century? Yeah, uh, im 20. Jahrhundert. So the word for century is... is Jahrhundert. Year, year yes. Jahrhundert, okay. So you said im 20. 20. Jahrhundert. Yes, it's a bit of a tongue twister, it isn't is. it? Because it's ordinal numbers in a dative. Oh, right, okay, yeah, I see, because it's im in dem. Yes. Yeah. In, im, Im? 20. Oh, I can't say that. 20. Jahrhundert. Exactly. So we have um, with the ordinal numbers from uh, 1 to 19, we just add T-E-N at okay. the end. So, so for example, say, if it's the 19th century, yeah. it's im 19. Jahrhundert. Im 19. Jahrhundert. Yes. And as soon as we go into the 20s, it's then S-T-E-N after the normal number. So im 20. Jahrhundert. 20. Jahrhundert. In im 21. Jahrhundert, Sehr in the 21st gut. century. Yeah. So taking it back in im 12. Jahrhundert? Ja, genau, sehr gut. In the 12th century. Okay. And do you use in the 50s, in the 60s, in the 70s and so on? Ja, natürlich. In den 50ern, in den 60ern, in den 70ern und so, so weiter. You've got the number and then you just add in, is it E-R-N? Ja, genau. Ern. So in den 50ern? Ja. In den 60ern? Oder in den 20ern? Ja, genau. And these um, relate to the 20th century. Right. So we're talking about the 1950ern, 1960ern, etc. Ah, okay. If we were talking about another century, so for example the 19th century, we would have to say in den 1820ern, in den 1830ern. I understand. Hopefully we wouldn't need to say too much about this unless we're giving some kind of complex exactly. explanation of no, historical events. Normally we talk about the 20th century because this is closest to, yeah. our, to us living on the planet right now. Indeed, although it's always good to, to recognize these things, particularly in spoken. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or for example, supposing we were perhaps at a museum or at a, genau. at a if, if we were visiting a, a, a historical site, we may see in the Stone Age, for example... Ah, in der Steinzeit. In der Steinzeit, so the stone time. Mm -hmm. And what about the Middle Ages? Uh, Im Mittelalter. Im Mittelalter. So I guess if we are traveling in a German-speaking place, then these are the kind of things that we may see if we're visiting different sites. Yes, absolutely, yes. Okay, let's have, let's have some more examples of these. Mm -hmm. In den 50ern gab es kein Internet. Can you translate this? Okay, I think what you're saying is in the 50s there was no internet. Genau. But that is not a, is not a perfect tense there. What's going on here? Yeah, you remember es gibt, es gibt there is? There is, yeah. 
this is also not not um, changed into the perfect tense when we speak about it in the past. Okay. So we would use the preteritum, right. which is es gab. Es gab. Okay. Yeah. So that's a, an addition to our sein and haben then. Yes, for the of course. And then, of course, because we start with in den 50ern, mm-hmm. we invert uh, es, es und gab. gab. So okay. in den 50ern gab es kein Internet. In den 50ern gab es kein Internet. Okay. Uh, could I try saying something with one of the other phrases you gave us? Um, I'll, I'll use gab es again. Mm-hmm. Im, Im Mittelalter gab es Keine Autos? Sehr gut, super. So there were no cars in the Middle Ages. Genau, sehr gut. Okay. I think before we go any further, we should take a short break just to give us some time to process all of this rather complex language. Here at Coffee Break German, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Brauchst du mehr Übung? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your German to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect. Oder auf Deutsch, Übung macht den Meister. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. Wir sehen uns hoffentlich bald. 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Willkommen zurück. Welcome back. This is, of course, uh, lesson 18 in our course. And we're looking at how to talk about the past using these sein and haben and indeed es gab in the preteritum. So I have been wondering, Andrea, how would we talk about when I was a child? Yeah, also we need a subordinate clause for mm-hmm. this and we use als for when. Can we not use wann? Wann is only used for questions. For example, wann fährt der Zug? Okay. Wann beginnt die Deutschstunde? Oder wann kommst du? Right. So that's the when you're asking when does something begin? Mm-hmm. When does the train mm-hmm. uh, leave? And, and so on. So we have to use this different word. What was the word? Als. Als. So when I was young, als ich war jung. 
careful subordinate clause with verb at the end? Als ich jung war. Super. Okay, als ich jung war, ähm, gab es kein Internet. Ja, genau, okay. super. Es, es, gab, es gab Autos. Ja. <lacht> I'm not that old. Okay, so als ich jung war ähm, oder vielleicht als ich äh, 20 Jahre alt war. Mhm. Oder can we, can we just say, als ich 20 war? Ja, genau. Als ich 20 war oder als ich 20 Jahre alt war. They're both correct. Okay, perfect. Um, there's something else that's kind of coming to my mind. We've talked about van um, and we've talked about als, but is, there's another word, wenn. Yeah, ja, genau. To me sounds a little like when, obviously. Yeah, when, when we use when, we talk about things that happen either in the present, so regularly, or uh, in the future. I'll give you an example. Uh, for something happening regularly. Wenn ich Hunger habe, esse ich etwas. So there, when I'm hungry, I eat something. But you could also translate it as if. If I'm hungry, I, I'll eat something. Uh, yeah, genau. It's also um, used as if. If, okay. We don't have another if. Right. For us, when and if are the same thing. Okay. I, th I suppose when in, in the sense of, well, in, in my head, when kind of indicates a time rather than this concept of the the result of what it is that I'm going to do when when I'm hungry I'm going to eat it's for us it's a, a time but it's also a possibility a possibility okay so wenn ich hunger habe esse ich etwas mm -hmm. okay can we have another couple of examples with then yes um for example uh when we talk about a plan in the future wenn mein studium fertig ist will ich verreisen Would that mean when I finish my studies, I'm going to travel? Yeah. Okay. I want to travel. Will. I mm -hmm. want to travel. Mm -hmm. okay. Genau, genau. And then I have a third example, which would talk about a possibility. Wenn es morgen regnet, gehe ich nicht aus. So if it's raining tomorrow, I'm not going out. Yeah. So there you have your if sentence. So you can't use wenn with the past at all. There is a way to use when in the past, and it's when we talk about something that happened regularly. For example, immer wenn ich Hunger hatte, habe ich etwas gegessen. Right, so always when I was hungry, uh, I ate something. Yes, whenever. Whenever, okay. Yeah. Immer, immer wenn ich Hunger hatte, Uh, habe ich etwas gegessen. Genau, super. Right, so whenever I was hungry, I ate something. Yes, but if you were hungry only once, then als, it would be als. Als ich Hunger hatte, uh, ich, habe, habe ich, ich etwas, etwas gegessen. gegessen. That makes sense. Okay, before we turn our attention to Julia, let's do some further practice of this, Andrea. Genau, I have a few questions for you. Okay. Mark. Hattest du vor 20 Jahren lange Haare? <lacht> um, äh, nein, ich äh, hatte nie lange Haare. Ah, I already had this picture in my head. <lacht> no, I'm afraid I didn't have long hair in the, back in the, in the 80s or anything like that. No, actually, 20 years ago is not the 80s now, but anyway, let's, let's not go there. Good, next question. Hast du immer deine Hausaufgaben gemacht, als du ein Kind warst? 
ja, ich habe immer meine Hausaufgaben gemacht, weil ich äh, ein gutes Kind war. Ah, weil du ein Streber warst. Was ist ein Streber? Ein Streber ist äh, a, a pupil that um, is always very good at school and works hard and sits in the front row right, and does their homework. Died. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't have a negative connotation. A little bit, okay. yeah. I'll just stick with gutes Kind. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the next question. Wie alt warst du, als du ein Handy gekauft hast? Wow, um, ich war vielleicht äh, 25, ah. als ich ein Handy gekauft habe. Aber mein, mein Sohn war vielleicht äh, neun. Oh, wow. Als ich ja. ah. habe ihn ein Handy gekauft. Als ich ihm ein, ein Handy eine. gekauft habe. I knew that it was going to be complicated. So, als ich ihm ein Handy gekauft habe. Genau. Wow. Okay. Super. Now a more general question. Gab es im 17. Jahrhundert Waschmaschinen? Also im 17. 17. 17. Jahrhundert gab es keine Waschmaschinen. Genau, sehr gut, super. So there were no washing machines in the 1700s. Genau, super. In the 17th century. 17th century, ja. Yeah. So the 1600s. 1600, yeah, so we need to be yes. careful with that. Yes, 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 careful. Okay, it's now time for a cultural correspondence segment with a difference. Before we finish, we're going to do something a little bit different. Normally, we would hand over to Julia to hear a little cultural correspondence section. But this time, I'm actually sitting here with Julia in Germany. We are doing some recordings today. And uh, heute machen wir etwas anders. Ja, genau, Marc. <laughs> Wie geht's dir, Julia? Mir geht's gut, Marc. Und dir? Ja, sehr, sehr froh, hier zu sein. Und ich bin froh, dich zu sehen. Danke. No, we're doing something a little bit different today, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Ich werde über deutsche Geschichte sprechen. Also, deutsche Geschichte, that's German history. Ja. So, you're going to be speaking about German history auf Deutsch. Ja, heute spreche ich auf Deutsch. So, Julia is going to tell us some aspects about German history. We're looking at uh, comparing the past and the present. So, we're going to be hearing things like als and perhaps früher and maybe even uh, an in der Vergangenheit. Well, we'll see. <laughs> also, los geht's. Früher, von 1949 bis 1990, war Deutschland ein geteiltes Land. Es war geteilt in Westdeutschland und Ostdeutschland. Westdeutschland nannte man BRD, Bundesrepublik Deutschland, und Ostdeutschland hieß DDR, Deutsche Demokratische Republik. Es gab eine Grenze in der Mitte Deutschlands und eine Mauer um West-Berlin. Okay, so far. Now there are a few verbs in there that I, I guess are preteritum. Yes. Okay. You, you began with some dates. So can you give us the dates again? 
Okay, 1949 bis 1990. So that's 1949 until 1990. Yes, it is. And you described Germany as ein... Geteiltes Land. Geteiltes, separated. Yes, it is. Okay. Or it was. <laughs> so earlier in the past, Germany was a separated land, a country. Um, and then I think you said it was separated into West Germany and East Germany. Mhm. Ja, genau. Es war geteilt in Westdeutschland und Ostdeutschland. Okay, then I think you gave us the names for each of those parts. Yes. So Westdeutschland nannte man BRD. So nannte man, what's nannte from? Yeah, it was called. Okay, what's the verb there? Nennen. Nennen. Okay, so that's your preteritum of nennen. Yeah, nannte it, was, it was called or it was named. It was named. Mm -hmm. And then you said BRD, which stood for? Bundesrepublik Deutschland. By the way, this is also the name we use nowadays for the whole of Germany. Okay, and Bundesrepublik means? Federal Republic. Okay, so now you also mentioned the name for East Germany. Yeah, and that was in English, as you know, GDR. The German word is DDR, Deutsche Demokratische Republik. So the German Democratic Republic. Yes. Now, then you use that es gab, there was, mm -hmm. from es gibt, but in the past it becomes es gab. Es gab. And you mentioned eine Grenze, which is a border. Mm -hmm. And you said in... In der Mitte Deutschlands. So isn't that in the middle of Germany? In the middle of Germany, of course, northeastern part of Germany. But yeah, going through the middle of Germany. Und eine Mauer um West-Berlin. That's a wall, eine Mauer. What's the um part? Around. Around, okay. Eine Mauer um West-Berlin. Yes. Okay, understood everything so far. Let's go on to the next section of this in der Vergangenheit war das Leben in den beiden Teilen sehr unterschiedlich. Zum Beispiel, in Westdeutschland waren sehr viele Frauen Hausfrauen und nur die Männer gingen arbeiten. In Ostdeutschland haben fast alle Frauen gearbeitet. In der DDR gab es wenig Arbeitslosigkeit. Okay, yeah. some tricky stuff in there. Uh, you began by saying in der Vergangenheit, one of my, my phrases I, I like. <laughs> so in the past, war das Leben in beiden Teilen sehr unterschiedlich. So is unterschiedlich different? Yes, it is. So uh, in, in the past, life in both parts of Germany was very different. Yes. Okay. So then you gave a, an example. You said zum Beispiel... In Westdeutschland waren sehr viele Frauen Hausfrauen. So Hausfrauen would be a housewife. Mm -hmm. So in West Germany, many women were housewives. Yes, they were. Und nur die Männer gingen arbeiten. Oh, now you've got gingen there. That's from gehen. So they went. Uh, went the working. Past, went to work. Or okay, went so to work, yeah. Only the men went to work. Yes. Okay, what happened in East Germany then? In Ostdeutschland haben fast alle Frauen gearbeitet. So there you've got a perfect tense. Sie haben gearbeitet. They worked or they have worked. And I think you said fast alle Frauen. Yeah, nur fast. So almost, almost. all women. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Almost all women worked then in yes. East Germany. Yeah. 
In der DDR gab es wenig Arbeitslosigkeit. Okay, I'm going to guess here. Arbeitslosigkeit, would that be unemployment? Yes, it was. Okay, so yeah. a positive aspect there, yeah. that there was very little unemployment. Ja, aber es war ein diktatorisches System und das Leben war schwer für viele Menschen. Okay, so you're saying it was a dictatorial system? Mm, yes, it was. And then you said das Leben war schwer? Schwer für viele Menschen. So life was hard for lots yes, of people, yes, for many people. Yes, definitely, yeah. Just think about the Stasi, the secret service, yeah. And I have some other examples for you as well. Okay. Die Menschen in Ostdeutschland durften zum Beispiel nicht nach Westdeutschland oder in die westliche Welt reisen. Es gab keine Meinungsfreiheit. Okay, let's talk about that section there. You said die Menschen, people, yes. in Ostdeutschland durften nicht nach Westdeutschland yeah. reisen. I think there were some other things in there. Yes, But yes. Durften, they were not, they didn't have permission to, they weren't able to. Yes, or were not allowed, allowed to, to, yeah. That comes from dürfen. Mm -hmm. So they, they were not allowed to. to travel to West Germany oder... Or oder in die westliche Welt. Actually. In the Western world. Yeah, 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 altogether. Then you also give another example. You said, es gab keine... Meinungsfreiheit. Okay, I'm going to try and work this out because I know what Freiheit is, that's freedom. But Meinung, I think we say meiner Meinung nach and then give your opinion. So is that opinion freedom? <laughs> yes, it is. Of freedom course, of you speech. say, yes, freedom you say freedom of, speech. freedom of speech. So es gab keine Meinungsfreiheit. Okay. And Julia, I know that you were born in, in the GDR. Yes, ich bin in der DDR geboren. Als ich sechs Jahre alt war, fiel die Mauer. Seit 1990 ist Deutschland wieder ein Land. Heute können die Menschen reisen, wohin sie wollen, und es gibt Meinungsfreiheit. Okay, so when you were six, uh, the, the wall fell. Yes. Can you give us that verb again? It comes from fallen. Uh -huh. And in, this, uh, in the Präteritum it is viel. Die viel. Mauer fiel. Die Mauer fiel. Okay, so fiel die Mauer. Um, and then you said since 1990, Germany is once again one country. Reunited, yes. Reunited. Uh, and then you said what people today can do. Let's see that again. Heute können die Menschen reisen, wohin sie wollen. Und es gibt Meinungsfreiheit. So people can travel wherever they want and there is freedom of speech. Yes, there is. Sehr gut. Right, Julia, what I would like you to do now is read the whole of this text again in German at quite a, a regular speaking speed and we'll see how much we understand. Früher, von 1949 bis 1990, war Deutschland ein geteiltes Land. Es war geteilt in Westdeutschland und Ostdeutschland. Westdeutschland nannte man BRD, Bundesrepublik Deutschland, und Ostdeutschland hieß DDR. Deutsche Demokratische Republik. Es gab eine Grenze in der Mitte Deutschlands und eine Mauer um Westberlin. In der Vergangenheit war das Leben in den beiden Teilen sehr unterschiedlich. Zum Beispiel in Westdeutschland waren sehr viele Frauen Hausfrauen und nur die Männer gingen arbeiten. In Ostdeutschland haben fast alle Frauen gearbeitet. In der DDR gab es wenig Arbeitslosigkeit. 
Aber es war ein diktatorisches System und das Leben war schwer für viele Menschen. Die Menschen in Ostdeutschland durften zum Beispiel nicht nach Westdeutschland oder in die westliche Welt reisen. Es gab keine Meinungsfreiheit. Ich bin in der DDR geboren. Als ich sechs Jahre alt war, fiel die Mauer. Seit 1990 ist Deutschland wieder ein Land. Heute können die Menschen reisen, wohin sie wollen. Und es gibt Meinungsfreiheit. Also vielen Dank, Julia. Das war sehr interessant. Ja, es hat mir viel Spaß gemacht. It's, it's quite different doing this cultural correspondence section. Even though we've not got the correct microphones, my microphone isn't too good today, but not to worry. But yeah, can I see, can I see this part? Okay. Also zurück ins Studio mit Andrea und Mia. Ja, genau. Und tschüss. Well, that is it for this episode, a pretty complicated episode of Coffee Break German. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Of course, there's lots more as usual. You can find the bonus listening materials, the video version and the lesson notes all over at coffeebreakgermanplus.com. Do head over there to find out more. Why don't you let us know something about your past? Hast du immer deine Hausaufgaben gemacht? Hattest du ein Haustier? Post a comment on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. And of course, we're also on Twitter at learngerman and on Instagram at coffeebreakgerman. That's it for this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back again soon with more. Until then, vielen Dank und bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis bald. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.